Hello and welcome to Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. Hello, friends. I am still sick, still feel like crap, still sound terrible, so I apologize for that. A couple weeks ago, I had a friend send me a podcast um, from The Money with Katie show, and it was an episode about upgrading your lifestyle through like realistic, targeted financial goal setting. That was the name of the episode. But if I break it down, it was more about like, what are small achievable goals or small things you can change in your everyday life that would add up to make a dramatic difference in the way you live your life every day? Katie's argument was basically that we only spend a tiny, tiny fraction of our lives achieving these big goals or going on these fancy vacations like those are such a tiny tiny part of our lives whereas our routine of what we do on a typical day especially like a work day because we spend most of our lives at work um, and sleeping so the changes that you make in your everyday life versus these big momentous like changes or purchases that happen throughout our lives or these big like money things we spend money on like think about a wedding for instance wedding is a great example you get engaged and then you go through the planning process your engagement and you are spending thousands of dollars tens of thousands potentially over hundred thousand dollars on one day of your life And a lot of us look towards these big, huge life moments. Maybe it's a vacation, maybe it's purchasing a new home. And we look towards that as like a beacon of light, like a lighthouse. Like if we go towards that big monstrous goal or purchase, it's going to change our lives for the better. We're going to be happier. We're going to be more content you know, all of these things. I'm talking about this today because I am so guilty of it. I've spent most of my life working towards these big, like crazy life-changing events that happen in the blink of an eye, whether it's buying a house, getting married, starting a business, having a baby. Like those are all very big, large things that take a very monstrous financial commitment. I don't know why monstrous is the word I keep using. But obviously all of those things take a huge commitment, both time, energy, resource, money-wise. And I've always kind of centered my life around those big, huge, big ticket items, massive events that cost a lot of money. And when we're so focused on that big picture thing, We can completely lose focus on our everyday life and finding the joy in those moments, the contentment, or we might completely turn away from looking at how we can make our everyday life better because we're so focused on that big, huge thing. I have found this happening to me time and time again when I go to sell a house because I have owned five homes Each of those homes I've bought, uh, besides one or two, 
in pretty rough condition. So I had to put a lot of love, a lot of elbow grease, a lot of tears into every single house before I could sell it. And oftentimes there were things about the house that really irked me that I just, I never took care of. But then when it came time to sell and stage the house, it was time to, you know, take the photos for the listing. I would hurry up, panic, like finish up all these last minute projects, do like little things like paint touch-ups or like reorganize the entryway or incorporate some better furniture or storage, uh, minimize the amount of stuff in the closet so that you're not having to like walk through a jungle to get to the pair of shoes you want to wear that day. And while we would be going through the process over a week or two weeks or a month showing the house, um, yeah, Guys, back in the day, sometimes it took over a month to sell your house. If you are house shopping right now, that probably blows your mind. But there were houses that used to sit on the market for two months, three months, sometimes longer. Thankfully, none of my houses ever took incredibly long to sell. They were usually updated so that people would be interested in the properties. Um, But I look back to those times where we were showing the house, meaning it was in its like best shape it had ever been in like way better organized taken care of cleaned than when we lived there and I would be like wow why didn't I do that tiny little project why didn't I reorganize the entryway or buy a new storage solution to make this more functional when we actually lived here versus when we were getting ready to sell the house. Like it would just blow my mind. And then it would get to the point where I'm like, wow, if like the house had been like this the whole time we lived here, maybe I wouldn't want to sell it. That's just one tiny, very specific example of how small changes can make a huge impact to your life. And that was something I had been very intent on focusing on the last probably six months or so. So when my friend sent me this podcast episode and I gave it a listen, I was like, wow, like this is actually what I've been doing and trying to achieve. And what I've been doing is how can I make tiny incremental shifts in the way I spend my days, usually work days, I'm talking about here because most of my days are work days. How can I make tiny changes to be healthier, to be happier, to sleep more, to reduce anxiety, to lower my stress, to spend wonderful quality time with my daughter? Those are the things that are top of mind to me right now. Those are my big goals. Yes, we have been house hunting, but honestly, that's not even on the horizon It's not something I'm looking forward to or hoping for or planning for. It's just kind of floating in the universe, may or may not happen. We're not pushing for it in any way. It's all those tiny little small things. So I thought it would be really fun to kind of just walk through my day and some of these tiny little changes I've made that have had a huge impact on my quality of life. Some of them do cost money. Some of them don't. Some of them were upfront investments. Some of them are ongoing expenses. 
Um, but I also cut out some ongoing expenses and replaced them with ones that would serve me better at this point in time. For example, we used to have house cleaners come, don't have them come anymore because it honestly wasn't reducing enough stress for the money we were paying. We have a very hairy dog that sheds all the time. We have a toddler dropping crumbs and having spills everywhere. So having someone clean my house once a week like, was not helping. It wasn't relieving any of the load when it comes to cleaning around here. So scratch that reallocated that money towards doing a meal service because holy cow, like meal planning, grocery shopping, putting everything away, cooking, like all of that takes so much time. And Andrew and I have been getting our groceries delivered for five years now. We were doing it way before it was the trendy thing to do just because it would save us so much time. We used to go to the gym every single night. And so when were we going to shop? We were at work all day, at the gym all night. And then if we went to the store, we wouldn't get home until like nine o'clock at night. And we both like our sleep. So that was a change we made quite a while ago. But more recently, in the last year or so, we decided to take that a step further and just do meal delivery service. We do HelloFresh, not an ad. Uh, We love it. The recipes are great. Saves us so much time, so much mental energy, and honestly has cut our food waste so substantially. I mean, we really do not have food waste when we use HelloFresh, which is incredible because I feel like I used to be throwing away broccoli and Brussels sprouts and fruit like constantly. So now we just do our meal delivery, buy the little extras that we need, especially for Ryan. Like she loves her fruit, loves her yogurt. So we, you know, get that extra stuff. But holy cow, huge, huge stress relief for us. Huge time. Uh, Like it frees up so much time. 10 out of 10 recommends. Um, We do spend the time cooking the meals. Andrew's the cook in the family. He cooks dinner every night, so he does have to put the time in to actually make all of the meals, but he enjoys that, so it works out nicely for us. It's kind of his like post-work de-stress kind of thing. Okay, so those are a couple things we've done, but I kind of want to start at like the beginning of the day. So one of the biggest changes recently is that we enrolled Ryan in school three days a week. Holy cow, game changer. I now have three days of week where I have my morning back completely to myself. Um, Do I miss my daughter? Of course. I'm trying to make up for those hours in the morning I used to spend watching her in other parts of the week. So Andrew, Ryan, my husband and my daughter are out of the house by like 7 a.m. I get up out of bed. And at this point, I start tidying up everybody's rooms, tidy up the downstairs. I might answer a couple emails while I have my coffee. And then I jump on the Peloton, do a quick workout, shower, and get ready for my day. If you would have known me before Ryan was going to school, so this is like a month and a half ago, my mornings were an absolute chaotic, stressful mess. And I never got to work out because 
it would be reserved for after the workday, often after Ryan goes to bed. So we're talking like 7.30 at night. We got rid of our gym memberships ages ago because Andrew has kind of built out a CrossFit gym in our garage. But we live in Indiana and it has been a solid like 20 degrees. Um, I was not going to go out into the garage and work out in 20 degrees. Like it just was not happening. But I felt so crappy and I really knew that I needed to get these workouts in, especially now that I have the time in the mornings three days a week. So I decided to make the investment in the Peloton and it was one of the best decisions I've made. I have no excuse. It is so easy, so convenient. I don't have to think about it, okay? I don't know if you're noticing a theme here, but I do not like having to spend a lot of time on like personal things, like thinking about it, planning it. Like I don't like that. I need convenience. Convenience is so important to me as I'm moving throughout my day. So the Peloton so convenient. It's like right there in our spare room, right next to our bedroom. I just wake up, hop on that thing. I don't have to worry about driving anywhere. I don't have to worry about what I look like. Oh, it's amazing. It was, it's some of the best money I spent. I will say our screen decided to crash. Like we've had this thing like a month. Screen decided to crash, won't work. And now they had to just ship us a new screen that we're going to have to install glad this is happening when I'm sick because I've kind of laid off. I've only worked out like once in the last week because I feel absolutely terrible. So I'm hoping the new screen arrives here in the next day or two, we get it installed and then we're back in business. Um, Hopefully that doesn't happen for anyone else if you do decide to get the Peloton. Anyways, small change, small purchase, but I literally feel like a new person just from working out like three or four days a week. Something else to note is that I used to start taking my meetings at like 10 a.m. because I would watch Ryan in the morning from the time she got up until the au pair took over around like 9 or 10 and then my meetings would start like immediately. So if I ever wanted to like do anything in the morning, if I wanted to get dressed, take a shower, like eat literally anything... It was often having to happen after I handed off Ryan to the au pair and then usually I would have meetings that I would be like either rushing out the door to drive to or like trying to make myself presentable enough to get on a Zoom call and that was so stressful. So this tiny little change I made, I pushed back my scheduling application so that clients cannot schedule with me until 11 a.m. or after This has completely alleviated the stress I was feeling in the morning. Like I was constantly just like rushing around, trying to squeeze in things that would take 45 minutes into like 10 minutes, which just isn't possible. But somehow I was just throwing makeup to the wind, never taking a shower. Like I would just have to throw on clothes, run out the door. And by pushing my meetings back to starting at 11 a.m., wow. Um, it's been a huge relief in the mornings. So thankful to have done that. And again, it was like one little change. It was just moving my schedule back by one hour, like my workday start time, one hour in the morning to create 
so much more space for me to not feel like I'm hurrying through my entire morning. I know I talked about food a little bit earlier when I mentioned HelloFresh, but another huge part of my morning that has changed is eating food. I am always starving and I'm always running around like crazy and I never have time to eat. I will preface this with the fact that I hate meal planning. I hate meal planning. I hate meal prepping. I think we already covered that, (laughs) but I just want to make that clear. I hate prepping food. But overnight oats have become my best friend, okay? They are so easy. I can make one for me, one for Ryan, one for Andrew at night, throw them in a mason jar, and just stick them in the fridge. I do it after everybody goes to sleep. It's just like part of the nightly routine when I like plug my phone in. I just throw in some oats, some milk, some yogurt, some chia seeds, some, I never know if I'm saying, is it chai? Chia? I think it's chia, but I don't know. Anyways, throw some of those in, some peanut butter, some berries, whatever. My little guilty pleasure is putting Nutella in there with raspberries. Oh my gosh, so good. Fall, my admin was making like pumpkin ones that she would bring into the office. So many options. I love a good cinnamon apple one. Anyways, game changer to have a mason jar in the fridge in the morning that I can grab, I can eat, I can take it to the office. It's transportable, whatever I need to do. I need that fuel to get me through my crazy day. Like if you want to know how bad my not eating is, it's not that I don't want to eat. I love food and I love to eat. And trust me, I'm like, I want to eat. I am just going 500 miles an hour and everybody is pulling me in a hundred different directions, needing me for this, needing me for that. Answer this question, take this phone call, go to this meeting. Like it's absolutely nuts. There was a time I remember, um, Daniela, our au pair, literally made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like gave it to me as I was leaving the house because she knew I needed to eat that day. Like that's how bad it was. Next up on my daily routine and small changes that I've made, once I am out the door, hopefully I've worked out, showered, eaten by this point, maybe even caught up on some emails, I head over to our office Now, our office is its own little space and culture and environment that has its own issues and things that irk me that I would like have these ideas and I would just put them off, put them off. And they were things at the office that would just stress me out. One thing was that we did not have enough storage. We don't have enough, we didn't have enough storage for like tubs, decor, items, like we really needed more shelving. And I kept putting it off because fingers crossed, hopefully we're not going to be in that space much longer. But I was like, one day I just had an epiphany and I was like, what can I do in this space right now that is relatively affordable, that will make this space function however many percentages better for us than it is currently without having to do anything dramatic, spending a bunch of money. And I was like, I need to pull the trigger and I need to put more shelving in here. I think I spent under a thousand dollars, got the new shelving in there, and it has completely changed the feel in our studio because now we don't have just piles of stuff all over the ground. It's up off the ground on the shelves 
neatly organized. Uh, One huge issue we had during wedding season was if we have one wedding, like getting, you know, packed up and ready to go out the door, we might have another wedding that's happening the next day in like a pile somewhere else in the room. And it would just get to the point where you couldn't even walk in our studio. So we installed these shelves, we have extra storage, and now we have a whole little like loading unloading area for upcoming weddings. So like one shelf is dedicated to all the items that are going to be used at the next upcoming wedding. Game changer. Like I said, under a thousand dollars, but it has relieved so much stress. It's like provided so much better organization, more space, It's just changed the vibe in the room and it will hold us over until we, fingers crossed, get to move into our new space. But like I said, it seems like such a silly small little thing, but it has dramatically changed every day that I have to work inside the office. Another really crazy thing about Ryan going to school is I'm the one that typically picks her up. Andrew's been having to pick up my slack because my schedule is still like transferring over from previous scheduled client meetings that were scheduled before I had this new schedule. But now that I'm on this new schedule, all of my meetings have to end by 4.30 p.m., which if you know me, that's crazy for me. I'm usually working until like 8 p.m. And they all have to end at 4.30. I have to physically get in my car and pick up my child. So there is absolutely no way I can even say yes to a meeting in that time. Because I do not do meetings in my car on the phone because I have to take very thorough notes. And that just would not work. So now, three days a week, if I am at the office or working, whatever I'm doing, I have to have a dead stop by 4.30 to go pick up Ryan from school. And that has been amazing. I love it. I pick her up. We get home. We have a little bit of time. We make dinner, take a bath. We get to put her down for bed. Way better than working at the office until nine o'clock at night. Um, Although there is one day a week that I do a late night. And if clients need evening appointments, they have to schedule on that day of the week. That's just how it works and how it aligns with our childcare schedule too. So that's another change that has been really wonderful. Um, We've always taken Tuesdays off. We stick by that. Every Tuesday night is Andrew and I's um, date night. Love having that incorporated into our weekly routine. Again, having a weekly date night, maybe to some that seems like a really big feat, but for us, like we incorporated that, we've stuck to it. It's become really easy because it's just our root. It's our part of our weekly routine. But that small change has created the perfect place for us to like stop and have real conversations about other things than like logistics. Like, oh, we're out of milk. Can you stop and pick up some on the way home? Like that's mostly what we text about as spouses nowadays um, with two really busy careers and a small child at home. So having that weekly date night is a small thing for us that doesn't have to be super expensive. In fact, we often find dates that can be even free and that's made a dramatic change in our marriage and in our communication and it's given us the space to talk about things we maybe wouldn't usually talk about if we're just going through the motions of daily life. The last thing I want to talk about is I guess, the small changes I've made in my evening routine. I used to always be so upset because 
I could never get everything done in the day, but now I'm like, I don't care. I plug my phone in. We have a little charging station in our laundry room. I plug my phone in over there, usually around dinner time, and I do not look at it until I wake up the next day. If I'm like texting a friend or like playing on Instagram, like once in a while, sometimes I'll like keep it out and look at it a little bit. But for the most part, I would say about 60%, 60 to 75% of the week, I have my phone over at that charging station and I do not look at it pretty much all evening. This is, wow, this is incredible. If you try this, I feel like you're brain and your nervous system is just going to relax and reset and you're going to sleep so much better at night. Like I really, really promise you that. Do not look at your phone and go to bed. Do not fall asleep with your phone in your hands in the bedroom. I don't even allow my phone to come into the bedroom like really ever. The only time I ever bring it in there is when I'm home alone and I'm like getting ready for work in the morning that's the only time my phone comes in the bedroom. I'm really trying to get Andrew to not bring his phone in the bedroom, but as of right now, he brings it in there, he scrolls on it in bed, and it drives me absolutely insane because I have built this habit of not bringing my phone into the bedroom, and I've seen how it's transformed me in my evening routine, and I just wish that he would get on board with that too. And he has no excuses now. I hate when people are like, my alarm is my cell phone. Okay, well, get an alarm. You can buy an alarm for $10 on Amazon. Again, small incremental investment to make your life significantly better. So as a quick recap, let's see. Small changes that I've made. I've made scheduling changes. I've bought some new shelving for organization. I started using a meal planning service. We got the Peloton. I put my phone away at night. I don't sleep with it in the bedroom. Like These are all small changes and most of them did not cost a lot of money. And they've completely transformed my life and made my everyday, just mundane life, the daily grind, so much better. These tiny changes have like made massive shifts in my mood, in my confidence, in feeling recharged and refreshed instead of like burnt out and run down with my business and my family and just keeping up with life in general. Your tiny changes that you need to make in your daily life might look completely different in mine than mine, but I encourage you to get out a piece of paper, go through your daily routine, find those things that really irk you. Maybe it's something in your house that you see like all the time, like scratch paint and you're like that, like scratch paint on the wall right there or that like nick in the wall drives me insane every day. Like every time I walk by it in our house, I lose my mind inside and it goes on my never ending infinite mental to-do list. Okay, write that down. You're going to schedule a time to take care of it this upcoming weekend or on your next day off. It Guess what? It will probably take you 10 minutes from start to finish. You can get it off your mental to-do list and you'll never have to have that thought throughout your day again. Another example of that being something around the house, coats. We are in Indiana. Our family has 30 trillion coats and we did not have enough coat storage to like 
properly hang the coats in the mudroom. So the other day I went in there, I got rid of every single coat that I know no one in the family wears. And I went and I stored them in a different closet out of our entryway slash mudroom. I was like, everybody can pick one coat to hang in the mudroom. Okay. The rest of these coats that I know nobody wears are going away. And you know what? Even better, donate them. If you don't wear them, donate the coats. There are people out there that could use them. I could go on and on about these little things around the house, but other little things are like you don't eat breakfast. So meal prep, stick something. Um, Another business owner I know, she said she eats the same exact breakfast every day. It's kind of that like uh, that Steve's job thing where he just would, or no, not Steve Jobs, sorry. Um, Can't think of his name. I'm blanking out. I clearly know his name, but one of those two, I think it's the Facebook guy, wear the same outfit every single day. Like, same pants, same shirt. It's just one less decision that you have to make. Just as I was talking about that like mental part of doing a task that is so burdening. Eliminate choices. Make it so easy. Make it so straightforward. That's like when I make oats at night and stick them in the fridge, I when I wake up that next day, I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat, okay? I just pull the oats out and I eat them. Simple as that. Maybe you really need to have regular date nights with your spouse. And I know there's a laundry list of excuses of as to why you can't do that, but maybe you don't have a babysitter. Like maybe you need to start reaching out family members, friends, like ask other people that have kids that do you have a regular babysitter that you trust? Um, at that point, you know, schedule some introductions, have them come over, meet you, meet the kids, get familiar with your house. And then Find somebody that can be a regular. Like every other week on a Thursday night, this babysitter knows they're coming over to watch our kids. It's out there and it's possible. You just have to do the work to line it up. But then once it's lined up, you get to reap the benefits of all that work you did. And it's on autopilot for the most part from there. So I don't know what it is for you, but go through your day, think about your average mundane everyday life and write down those things that really, really irk you or really bother you about your day. I know for me, like I shared about convenience. So I'm always looking for convenience options throughout my day. Like how can I make XYZ more convenient? Whatever it is for you, write it down, see what you know, type of investment might be required. Maybe you do need to buy something or prep something to make this thing happen, but it's probably going to be a lot easier and a lot more achievable and a lot more realistic to help change your life than if you're looking at this big monstrous goal, like, oh my gosh, I hate this thing about our house and I hate that thing. Okay. Well, instead of wanting to buy another house that process is going to cost you so much time and money and you're going to have to save a really, really long time to get that lump sum down payment. What can you do instead? What small changes can you make to just better the atmosphere and environment you have in your current home and functionality wise too? So do that exercise for me. I hope that what you write down, you take it seriously and you take the chance to actually start making some action steps forward towards that thing. And if you want to share what yours might be, feel free to send me a message on Instagram at thoughtfully thrifted. I would love to hear 
what you're up to and what small changes maybe you've already made that are making your life better or the small changes you want to make to make your daily life better. I know for me, I'm focusing in the small, minuscule, everyday life that is not so small because it adds up to be basically your whole life. So that's where I'm looking for more ways to find joy and contentment and just ease, like the ease of moving throughout my day from start to finish. That's what I'm focusing on right now. All right. And that's what I have for you today. I hope you took something away from this episode and I'm hoping the next time I record, I don't sound like this nasally mess that I still currently am. And we'll talk soon. See you later. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,